All right, we're live. We got a microphone. What does that mean? <laughs> Welcome to the main event. This is... Welcome. This is the wherever... <laughs> Oh, it's fun. This is the first one. This is our first one. What is it? It's our podcast we want to do. We want to do a podcast. We have been wanting to do this. Actually, we want to write a book. So what millennial doesn't want to do a podcast. Right, but we want to we want to write a book. We I don't even know what we are. I'm <laughs> I'm just here. The time is now. That's all I know. I'm not going to label myself in some nonsensical way. So, um that's, I don't know if that's the right word, but whatever. It's fun. Um, no, we just had kind of this theme. It's even right here on our uh, wedding book. Basically, it says, wherever we go, however we grow. And uh, we want to write that book because we just have a very unique story, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think everyone has a unique story, but we really feel there's value and power in ours. We are not only married, we're best friends. We have a baby on the way. And I always say, and maybe we could start the podcast with this, but welcome to the wherever we go however we go <laughs> welcome to the wherever we go however we go podcast with beaver and gabrielle fleming um but i think one of the things that makes our relationship unique is i always say i knew before i knew i knew before i knew and there's been times in my life personally and i'll let her speak a little bit too but same with skateboarding i knew before i knew i wanted to be a pro skater and uh if you know my story you know i came from a small town with a big dream and skateboarding was not popular it wasn't prevalent where i grew up but i knew before i knew that that's what I wanted to do. Another rhyme. Come on, somebody. Um, but yeah. He doesn't even try and it happens. I don't even try and it happens. But maybe we just start there with this being the first podcast. Like, let's talk about how we met and kind of the what we knew before we knew. Mm -hmm. I know. It's so funny. You actually also say that it was love at first conversation. Mm. I, I took that one from, I think it was uh, Laird Hamilton said that Ooh. when he had first met his wife. Yeah, another Gabby. Another Gabby. He had said, uh, yeah, but it was the same. I, I definitely related to that because it's like, yeah, you're beautiful. Yeah, you're gorgeous. But who are you? And yeah. That's how you get to know people. Our words locate us. Yeah. And that day we met, we talked for what, an hour maybe? And it was just in the backyard. And it's funny because I could also say I knew before I knew because one of the first things I said to you was I believe everything happens for a reason. <laughs> she did. You're in my life for a reason. I just don't know why yet. Mm. So that's kind of that, that thing that we just didn't know yet, but we knew or God knew. <laughs> God definitely knew. Here's how crazy and incredible God is. So before I moved into the house where the backyard where she was living in the back house come on and also it was prophesied over me prophecy is basically like a word that someone gives you that uh god's gonna do mm -hmm. something they get that word from heaven and uh he said your wife god's bringing you your wife god is bringing you your wife like i'm not gonna have to look for her like she's just he's bringing her to you like you know yeah we got to find a wife he who finds a wife finds a good thing but god's bringing you your wife was the word i got and so i'm cleaning out literally the closet i'm packing up getting ready to move over here it's literally across the street from the apartments i used to live in and i felt the holy spirit charge me and say well you've been developing yourself you want a wife uh what do you want her name to be and i straight up like stopped i remember i was packing and i stopped and i said i've always loved the name gabby like gabrielle i love that name and sure enough who do I meet? But uh, walking out the back door, I didn't even know anyone was living in the back house. That's the crazy part about our story is that, yes, on this property, there are two houses. There's one in the back. 
that my aunt lives in and there's the front house and I at the time was living in my aunt's house in the back and yeah I'm sitting out <laughs> in the backyard he decides to rent the front house doesn't realize he has a back backyard neighbor pretty much and you just walked back there and I went howdy neighbor and he goes I have a neighbor yeah I'm like going back there because there's these awesome orange trees and fruit trees and stuff and she's under the avocado tree I'm like gonna go get an orange and yeah she's just taking the wax off her surfboard doing some dean repair yeah. and uh hanging out and I just said howdy neighbor yeah and that's where it just kind of started he's like okay it just began and um it was really I mean as organic as it gets it was just not looking I'm so thankful for our story because I feel like it's kind of rare in a way and to uh, meet without a piece of technology yeah it's very rare now to meet someone in the organic fashion of hey I ran into him here and to also not meet someone in a bar or through a friend or through a friend yeah. just to meet completely organic but you hear so many people are like oh I met this person at a bar here I met him on tinder I met him on you know, Bumble, all these different things, but there's all these like apps now. It's she was on Bumble. No, I wasn't. Were you not? You were on one of the dating Bumble. apps. You were on something. Right when we met, you said you try. You were. Like, I, I yeah. made one, and it was. Um, <laughs> okay, no, she no, no, made. No, no, no. Hold on. What's the what is Hitch, the hinge, 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 hinge. Okay. I made it. I got probably like a hundred people in like one day. Well, heck yeah, went, you did. Look at you. And I just girl. went now. I'm good. Something didn't feel right. <laughs> Something didn't feel right, and then I never used it. I don't think I yeah, chatted with one person on there. I was like, no. Yeah, all right. And then we met, and then, um, yeah, it was just super interesting. We just found out, like, doing life together. Um, she was into surfing. I was into skating. I'd always wanted to get into surfing, and so she actually, one of our first hangouts was going surfing because mm -hmm. like I've always been attracted to it thought it was cool but when you don't I think grow up in that environment like I said growing up in Tennessee there's no ocean out there so I don't know the fundamentals of what it is to surf you know the paddling mm -hmm. I have surfed I, w I always told her I have surfed but I wouldn't call myself a surfer Ooh, now I've hit yep. the threshold I'm a surfer <laughs> um, but that was the thing I was like really interested in learning something that she was passionate about and yeah. so just time in the water learning and hanging out and uh, building an organic really foundation of a friendship and we just found like we enjoyed the same thing she was into health and nutrition she was like one of the first things was after that conversation she was making tea hey do you want some tea and it was just little things like yeah I'll have some tea with you have a conversation and we realized okay wait you eat pretty healthy hey I'm gonna make breakfast hey I'm going to get juice like it was just these little moments in our relationship that we just realized we're into the same thing let's just do them together yeah. and it opened up so much opportunity for conversation fun and uh, just a lot of joy oh yeah so much joy and yeah being friends first not rushing into it you know uh, keeping like all like physical aspects away was really good to like build a foundation is really awesome tell them the joke on one of our sunset walks we would oh, do yeah. this too uh, yeah. once we realized how much we enjoyed hanging out with each other we were love, love the sunset hey I'm gonna go walk to the sunset you and I started come? to develop a crush on you Ooh. of course I did and I was like okay we go on all these sunset walks I wonder and this is like by the way for our timeline this is 2020 like the pandemic hit just started this was just started april 2020 i moved into this house the last week 
Yeah, because the pandemic hit. Oh, and that's the thing, too, the backstory. I was living in this house, and she was on a trip, so I had no idea anyone was here. Yeah. So I, like, was already living here for a week, and then she showed up, and I was like, whoa, there's someone, okay. Yeah, because I was on a work trip. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. But, yeah, so this is pure COVID 2020, as real as it gets, and so everything was, like, taped off, do not touch. Yeah, do not touch. You couldn't even touch the crosswalk sign, and Beaver decides to you know, touch the crosswalk sign. And I was like, Beaver, it says do not touch. And he goes, I love touching things that say do not touch. And I said, oh, should I put a do not touch button, touch button on me then? And it just went right over his head. I had no idea what she was talking about. (laughs) Yeah, but. And I was like, okay, if that's not a sign, then (laughs) never mind. Then never mind. Um, So that was pretty good. It was really good. It was classic. But yeah, we just enjoyed hanging out, doing life together, and starting to create that foundation of a friendship, of a relationship. And then, um, yeah, we did things, I would say, backwards but forward. So she was living in the back house. Her aunt was in Maryland at the time. And her aunt was coming back. Uh, she had applied for a job and I just moved into this three bedroom house like what's up mm-hmm. awesome sick came from an apartment with two other roommates and then moved into this house and she was applying for school and uh, when her aunt came I back she just needed school. she got into school up in Santa Barbara but she just needed a room for the summer yeah and I was like yeah I was supposed to start in September and this was at the time it was probably June and I was like, oh, I need a spot for July and August and most of September until I move up to Santa Barbara because we still didn't know if schools were going to be shut or if they were going to be open. So he was like, why not? Why don't you rent out one of the rooms from the front house? There's two other bedrooms in there. Like, mm-hmm. take one of those. And it worked out where it was like, I can save money, be down here. And then... I did tell you, though, I was like, ooh, one of the biggest things, though, is I won't compromise for anyone. I set a goal. <laughs> I set a goal, and I said I will not give up school for a man. Um, I This is something that I want to accomplish by the time I'm 30, and I want to have my master's degree. And yep. I think you loved that, like, just tenacity about me that I was like, nope, I'm not giving this up for you. Like, I'm going to pursue this. Yeah. Like, and this is something that I have to accomplish. Yeah. And so... That kind of set that like boundary up right away to setting expectations mm-hmm. up was key, especially with her moving in here and we didn't even date yeah. for that first month. We hung out and We're did friends. things like cook dinner, go get breakfast, surf. But again, like being a believer, being mm-hmm. I was a Christian, she was coming to she had she grew up Catholic. That's a whole nother story <laughs> we'll go into. Um, but just kind of trying to tread that water lightly, okay, living with a female, having feelings for her, but like where's that boundary lie? Mm-hmm. Really being intentional about those boundaries. Like her boundary was school. Um, we were like really intentional about creating those boundaries in the household and what we could do with living together without sleeping together is a good way to put it. Um, but also not even sleeping in the same bed for that time. Even after we had started dating, uh, having other roommates in here as well was great accountability. There was Mm -hmm. a room right in between our rooms. So we had our good friend Ryan Mm -hmm. living with us for a couple of months during that season, which was actually great and real good accountability for us because it was tough, you know? I mean, obviously, we are human. We have these attractions, and uh, you know, you're dating. The everything's going, everything's yeah. flowing, and you're like, all right. And uh, it was uh, just setting those intentions, setting those boundaries. I would say a thing that even before we dated had accelerated. Right when she had moved in here, uh, we didn't have a TV. 
So what we did was we spent a lot of time talking and getting to know each other. And it ended up, we called it healing hour. But the first time we did, she had gotten out of a toxic relationship. Mm -hmm. I had never really had a true relationship. I had dated girls here and there, had experiences, whatever. But I had never had a true girlfriend, you know. So I asked the question, well, what do you want in a relationship? Like what, if you were in a relationship, what would you want that to look like? And so we literally wrote it down before we were even dating or thinking about it. And then it was funny because we wrote down this whole list that we'll put in our book and maybe we'll do a couple of podcasts going through what it is, Mm -hmm. but we call them our roots and um, And our 10 roots. You just asked like, what are the key features? Like you just came out of a relationship, but mm-hmm. if you were to design one that would be ideal and perfect, and, yeah, you know, so called, what would it be? What would it what be would like? it look like? And it's things like, don't put me on a pedestal. I'm not perfect. Yeah, you know, like don't do that to each other. And we can go through more of those, but they. It's funny because they ended up being ten of them. Yeah. And it was almost like our own like Ten Commandments. Our, t- our roots, but our we, roots of our at relationship. At first, when yep. we were making these, it was on like a friend basis of yeah. like, oh, this would be great. And I'm like, oh, I love that one too. Yeah. Not even realizing that we were writing these for, for each, each other. other. Over time, I was like, wait, you're actually that person that yeah. we were writing about. It was it was just amazing the way it all went about and was just so encouraging. And I, I would encourage you wherever you're at in a relationship, mm-hmm. like the biggest thing before I got that revelation or the Holy Spirit saying, what kind of girl like what would you want your wife's name to be I had spent a lot of time asking myself well what what does a husband look like and I tie this into everything and you can put it into any sphere of your life when I was younger I was like I want to be a pro skateboarder well what does a pro skateboarder look like well how do they wake up how do they show up what do they say yes to what do they say no to same thing with being a husband how does a husband lead who do they need to become who do I need to become in order to be available to be a husband for that wife that's gonna get brought to me so I really spent a lot of time developing myself no I wasn't perfect I had grace for myself I still fell short but overall I was ready to receive because had I not been positioned in developing myself probably the last six months before I met you I could have met you and you would have went and gone and I wouldn't have even noticed if I wasn't prepared I always say if you prepare yourself for opportunities opportunities will present themselves to you and Mm -hmm. so I think it was a really profound moment in my life to recognize man I've been praying for a wife but I've also been developing myself for a wife it's that mm. faith and work. See, in the Bible it says, faith without works is dead. There's no point. Show me your faith by your works. And that's where that alignment comes in. Yeah, I'm praying for a wife every single day, but I'm also developing myself into a husband to be ready for that wife. Yeah, which is so interesting because we were kind of in those like opposites a little bit. Yeah. Like I was just coming out of something, didn't know like – you know, I, I didn't, A, realize that even, I kind of started to give up on soulmates, mm. which is really interesting yeah. too, but I encourage you that they are out there, Yeah. you know, and never settle. Don't mm. settle because that person is out there for you. And I was coming out of, but I was doing my own self-reflection of going through like traditional like therapy mm. and finding out, you know, what codependency was and things like that and working through me finding my voice and being able to say no and it's really kind of funny because the whole part about intimacy right into me see yeah see into me see into who i am yeah and i felt like our 
intimacy grew with these healing hours that we were having of just having deep conversation and Talk. me being okay with like I was like okay I like this guy I'm going to tell him some truths and I'm going to be very transparent transparency is really good to build like trust in a relationship especially early on be honest be real like and that builds that intimacy but I was like okay I'm going to tell this guy things about my past or things that I've done. It's not who I am. It's what I've done. But almost to, like, see if you would, like, judge me. There were many times she would, like, tell, or she would be like, well, are you going to judge me? Yeah. You know? And, like, but But she was honest. And I think, to to your point on that, being open enough and saying, I'm going to put this out here. If he he has, he's either going to say, yeah, nah. Or he's going to accept me and, and go be more, and be okay with either one. I had to be okay with yep. either one. I had to tell him things and he's either going to, yeah, accept this part about mm-hmm. my past or something. Or I'm going to have to be okay that he doesn't and I'm okay being with myself. Yeah. And like if he doesn't want to. So it was very, um, that's that vulnerability that I'm talking about is like being fully vulnerable. And 100%. expressing those things because how much more... I felt like I loved you, like I knew before I knew, like I loved you so much more. and I respected yeah. you more for being like, wow, he really doesn't care about that? Like, or Well, because love would... is a choice, not yeah. a circumstance. Mm-hmm. And, and I recognized, and I, hel- I helped her overcome that hurdle. She was identifying who she was from what she did. I was like, yeah, those are the mistakes you made. That's not who you are. Mm-hmm. And same with me. Like, I wasn't perfect. I didn't do everything right. And so opening myself up in my struggles to yep. you of like, hey, these are some of the things I've done. I'm not proud of them by any means. I actually am very frustrated <laughs> yeah. that I made those decisions in the past. But that's not who I am. It's yeah. not who I'm choosing to be. And again, love is a choice, not a circumstance. I'm not going to love her if she does x y and z Mm -hmm. that's that's not how it works it's like no i choose to love you and again i think in terms of getting married and especially in our day and age in the world of business finance all the things it's like contract based people are writing their vows based on a contract well if you do x y and z then i will love Mm -hmm. you that's not how it works love is a covenant and covenant triumphs over a contract i didn't make a contract with her when i was out there getting married to her i said no i'm choosing to love you come hell or high water through thick and thin for richer or for richer we did say that in our vows uh, because we believe that when uh you know he who finds a good wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the lord and I'm even saying this at a time, I'll get vulnerable with you. Bank account's not showing that as much as I'd like, but things are on the horizon, so but yeah. you know what I told you beforehand? Oh, this is powerful. I said, and this is big, because this happens to a lot of people, but I said, because I loved his character, I loved you more over your craft, but I said, I will love you with $5 million in your pocket, and I will love you with $5 in your pocket. But she loves me too much to let me only settle for $5 in my pocket. Which is why we're doing this. I mean, we're not trying to make money off this. We just want to give our insight, Mm -hmm. our relationship. We, again, just feel we have a unique relationship and feel called to share our story because our testimony is what helps people overcome. And if I could give you any piece of advice, I mean, I had a crazy life of traveling all over the world. Thankfully, COVID actually gave me time to sit still enough to date and create a relationship. Your mom blames COVID on us, which is very sweet and very cute. She says, I created the pandemic because I was praying. She didn't create it. No, but she was just like, I felt like she prayed for it. Yeah. So that people would settle down and find his missus. She's definitely been praying for that. Yes, it's it's cute. 
what her take her is take. on that. But again, I think it just goes to show what the enemy meant for evil, God will use for good. good. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, he's going to shut the whole world down. I'm not going <laughs> to travel when I normally travel yep. nine months out of the year. All right, I'm home for a while. I can actually date and create a relationship. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's been beautiful. And so, again, that's just a word for anybody. God can take anything, even if it's bad, even if it looks terrible, even a pandemic. Like, how terrible does that sound? But it happened. And make something beautiful out of it. And again, it's up to your vulnerability. All right, yeah, it's not the best circumstance in the world, but how am I going to allow this to shape me? And what can I do to, you know, make lemonade out of lemons? Lemonade out of lemons. That's right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love you. I love you too. Yeah, I'm excited. This is going to be fun. We're going to do, you know, a bunch more of these. I don't know how many, but we're also going to eventually write a book. Oh, it's yeah. It's going to be exciting. Oh, yeah. Um, Kind and break of it up and find the power in certain things and certain topics to talk about because I think our story has a lot of power behind it just because of our timeline and ours is specific and encouraging those around us to develop your own timeline. And the world mm. has such a like stigma on you have to date for a year before you get engaged and then you have to do this and you have to do this and you don't have to do anything i love the stories yeah of, i i hear people all the time we met and got engaged three months later i love those i love those and they've I been never married for 30 them, years i know but i mean what do you always say yeah. And cliche as it is. When you know, you, you know. know. And, and you do. True. I knew before I knew. How did we start this whole podcast? I knew before I knew. And it's very true. That I was going to marry you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but seriously, it's, it's one of those things. And there's no... Here's the analogy that I've heard and I love about relationships. Think about a ship on the sea. No ships look exactly the same. No. Nope. Everyone is created different. We are all humans created uniquely different. No relationship is the exact same. Mm -hmm. And if you have a brother and sister, is your relationship with your parents the same as your brother or sister? Yeah. No, it's different. It's unique. It's creative. It's fun. It's intimate that way. Same with our relationship with, with God. Yeah. With friends, friends and with and God. God. Yeah. yeah. Our relationship with God. Like my relationship's different than hers, different than yours. Yeah. And that's what's beautiful about it. And I think that's how God so divinely orchestrated them to be is that unique, that different, and that power. There's power in difference. Mm -hmm. There's power there really in, un in unique creativity. Yeah, there is. And just, again, everyone's timeline is different. Yeah. Ours is we dated for eight months, got engaged, and we're married six months after that. And I think it's beautiful. That was our timing. That was our timing. And it worked out, yeah. You couldn't have written a better script looking back on it. I mean, I probably wanted to ask her to marry her, like a little, a early. little early. I mean, we did. We did premarital counseling a few months in, and mm -hmm. I was ready to drop the yep. knee at that point, but there was stuff that happened. You know, life happens, things happen. Um, huge one was you. Your dad passed away. Mm -hmm. That was heavy and something to navigate through. That'll definitely be its own yeah. <laughs> podcast walking through that. Um, but yeah, that's basically our timeline was dated yeah. for eight months or met i guess and then dated for six months yeah and then that's yeah yeah met hung out became friends developed that relationship and then dated for six months got mm -hmm. married or got engaged engaged for six months and then married and just celebrated a little over a year yeah september 4th oh, yeah. it's now january yeah. 23 and we're growing we're about to have a third 
well, first child, but three to the Flemings, yeah. creating our own tribe, mm-hmm. and that's exciting too. So we're pumped. We're we're excited. just excited, yeah. beyond excited, man. Life is good. God is great, and uh, we're excited to share this with you all. Let us know if this encouraged you. Write down some takeaways for us. Put them in the comments. Please like, subscribe, and uh, just let us know how this impacted you because we really believe in what we're doing. We believe we're called to to support and encourage people that are really trying to find out who they are in a relationship because it can be tough. You can want to wear a mask all the time. Mm-hmm. Not a physical one, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you, guys. This is episode one. Wherever we go. However we grow. You. Love you. Love you.